Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Journey Coaching. We're super passionate about all things coaching and want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training over a thousand life coaches. Dive deep into a more meaningful career, find freedom, and make an impact on the world around you. Hi guys, on today's episode, we're going to talk about NICAN therapy, something I know nothing about and I'm super excited because uh, this is going to be learning for me as it is for you. Noel, good morning. Good morning. I feel like this is a theme for us, John. Yeah, that's why I come. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, let's, let's not announce that. Let's keep it um, <laughs> behind the curtain that every time that we do a podcast, I'm learning something. You announced it. I, 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 and I support you. I support you in this. NICAN is a theory method um, reflection template that was developed in Japan in the mm-hmm. 1940s by, um, and I'm going to do my best with pronunciation here, Ishin Yashimoto, who is mm-hmm. a Buddhist minister. So, what do we need to know here? That So thinking historically, okay, 1940s, when this idea was developed, um, the creator, the Buddhist minister that created this theory really wanted this to be a non-religious, secular, contemplative practice that could be practiced by anyone, Mm. regardless of religious belief. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, I love that already. And you know, the, 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 the thing about Japanese culture is they, uh, which I really admire, um, they master things. They're so uh, like attention to detail. And, um, you know, when, when they uh, build something or come up with something, it's, it's always like um, amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a beautiful theory. And the translation is beautiful as well. It translates into English as looking within. Yeah, inward, huh? Yep, looking inward. And the lens that I thought that we could use for this intervention um, because it it supports both of our work in in so many different ways. And the relationships is the lens that we're going to look through. Mm, Perfect. Yeah. So as a setup, let's step back from the binary view of relationships that the Mm. world is set up in such a way that when we think relationship, it's like, oh, Traditionally, one man, one woman, they're in love, house, baby, whatever. Um, But relationships are everywhere. And in reality, humans exist as this interconnected web. And it might not naturally occur to folks to look within in order to gain calmness, competency, develop gratitude and self-understanding in terms of relationships. Yeah. And by the way, you know, the binary is being um, pulled and stretched and flipped over. Um, the, uh, uh, the, the kind of classic model of relationships are, are being challenged these days. Oh, my goodness. And yeah. it, it's right on time. I mean, I, I live in that way. Um, and I've been studying. I was just having a conversation with one of our coaches the other day. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, before John and I found a journey, I was going through a PhD in human sexuality. Mm -hmm. And I studied feminist theory, honestly, probably for about 10 years, starting in undergrad. And I 
still don't feel adequately competent to discuss all of the nuances and changes that have yeah. taken place since I stepped away. So I'm deeply grateful to the folks out there who are doing this work today. But I, I do believe that with any relationship, doesn't matter what model um, that you follow, uh, looking within or starting with you is, is the foundation um, to, to any relationship. 100%. Yeah. So this particular practice leans into developing a greater sense of gratitude and a desire to turn the dial from uh, looking at yourself and towards serving others through increased awareness of the extent to which you give and likewise receive daily. Mm. What would be the practice in that? I mean, I guess it's it varies, right? Depending on well, we're going to get into it, okay. and um, and I would love for you to be my guinea pig. Always. Always. Wonderful. So we're going to work through um, an adaptation of this exercise, and Greg Crutch is the author that took this and moved it into a space of a relationship reflection. When we're working with this, either with ourselves or with clients, it's, we're asking the setup here is we're going to say, client, um, what extent have you given to, taken from, and or caused trouble in a specific relationship that you might have in your life? Yeah. You know, that, that, uh, that requires ownership, that question, to, to honestly answer that question. It does. And yeah. so we'll work through each of the three phases as we go through the technique. Mm -hmm. And the outcome of this, which is important to know for coaches, is that it can help broaden the client's perspective on the functioning of the relationship. And it may increase feelings of appreciation for the other person that you want to deepen your relationship with. Likewise, you do need to be aware that clients may also experience feelings of regret or shame mm -hmm. if they feel that they've taken more than they've given. Mm. But the good news is that if this happens, we can lean into a growth mindset and work with our clients to begin exploring what they could do differently moving forward to, in the words of this particular practice, restore the balance to get away from the lopsided relationship. Yes, yes, exactly. So the themes are what you've received, what you've given, um, and what trouble, if any, you've caused in the past 24 hours. So we're just going to focus on a really specific period of time. And when we do this with clients, we want them to spend at least 10 minutes prior to thinking about as many different nuances as they can. But since we haven't given you that preparation, we're just going to go on the fly. So think about a relationship that you've engaged in in the past 24 hours. Um, and if you'd like, you can share what relationship that is. Uh, last 24 hours, I'm just going to say uh, my current uh, partner, girlfriend, Vanessa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's, in the last 24 hours, is not a lot of time. So uh, yeah, that's the only one that I've really engaged with. All right. So I'm going to give you some, some prompts mm -hmm. um, to consider. And these are prompts that can be used to consider what you have received from Vanessa. Um, so have you been supported and cared for? Yes. 
Was there hot water and soap available for your morning shower? Yeah. <laughs> yes, there was. That's so specific. There, there was. Yeah. Um, what kind of food was available for you to eat? Mm, smoothie she made. So the food was made for you. Right. Yes. That's wonderful. Um, was anything else served to you like coffee? Yep. Coffee, smoothie, morning rituals. Awesome. Um, did your partner pay you a compliment? Not yet. I've not, not received yet. a compliment yet. Um, in, in the past 24 hours. You know, I got a haircut and she said, oh, uh, but did, I, I didn't hear a compliment. I didn't hear uh, <laughs> words. You know, I didn't hear you look handsome. That was great. So um, I'm going to say no, no compliments. No compliments. Okay. Uh, Thinking over the 24 hours, you know, what else have you received as a result of your partner existing in your world? Um, hugs um you know the uh the uh the hand on your shoulder while passing so uh, uh what is that called uh, as far as love languages um uh touch so affection through touch awesome what else conversation mm -hmm. and i'd say that's it you know um dinner do you have <laughs> dinner yeah do you have been to have a child mm-hmm how yeah. about co-parenting co-care yep um taking care of logan so i could work mm -hmm. um anything else waking up earlier than me um so she, uh, you know so she wakes up earlier than me to uh, get logan out and change diapers and all that while i'm while i'm sleeping probably another 40 minutes awesome so you've been given the gift of sleep as well yes yes so sleep nourishment touch um it sounds lovely. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting, um, and uh, many people do this, um, instead of focusing on all the things that I've been giving, focusing on the one thing, she didn't compliment my hair. I know. I know. We're, <laughs> we're, 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 we're going to get to that. We're, we're, we're going to get to that one. I, I, I have a mental bookmark there for that one. You're good. Um, and that's and that's normal, right? So right. that's part, that's what negativity bias is. Like we just listed um, this entire beautiful hammock of support for your whole life, but our lens is um, or your lens or your neural pathways went right to the pain center of do I look okay? You said hammock, and I was like, oh, that's beautiful. I love that word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, differentiating between this, this hammock of care and the neuropathway that goes to the pain center of a, a physical appearance validation. Mm -hmm. Right. So how do those two compare? Um, when you say compare, uh, what, what two things, the physical um, validation. So, yep. Uh, versus so from a value system perspective, uh, uh, which would you rather have the beautiful hammock? of care that supports your whole existence mm -hmm. or physical validation? Oh, I mean the hammock, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so we're just, that's, that's the setup here. Um, and now we're going to turn to you. So in the past 24 hours, what have you given to Vanessa? All right, guys, I got to go. Um, we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, this is hard. What have I given her? Um, 
you know what? This morning, she well, she asked for something. I don't know if that that counts because I didn't just give it to her. She asked for it. she asked for time to write. So I said I would take Logan. Uh, so we passed the baton, gave her an hour in the uh, garage to do some writing. Um, so technically, I gave her that. Um, I unloaded the dishwasher. I don't know if that's me giving something to her though. Right? That is yes. Okay. No, that is sure. yep. Um, gave her a hug. Um, said something um, kind of dirty into her ear at uh, 830. Uh, th that could be a gift or that could just be really annoying or, you know, so I don't know if, if that was given. Um, I think that I, I did chores, you know, I um, um, did the dishes, I cleaned up, stuff like that. Uh, oh, I took care of some things. So I took care of um, um, uh, stuff with the gardener and, and other things that just logistics, right? Um, and picking up the car uh, after getting an oil change, things like that, right? Awesome. Those yeah. those are all you know wonderful. So so what what I'm hearing is um, you have also created a like life hammock as well. Yes. Awesome. Did you tell her her hair looked good? I did not. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just checking. Yes. Um, so now we're going to get into the tricky part um, around what troubles or difficulties have you caused? Oh, man. And I'll give you some examples here. <clears throat> um, just being dismissive or short, um, being critical, um, not picking up, leaving dishes in the sink for someone else to wash. Yep um responsiveness not being responsive um being late those kinds of things what troubles have you caused yeah i mean i've done all of the above i just don't know if in the last 24 hours so i'm trying to think um i mean i'm sure i've done something just not aware of it you know maybe uh um um, um because we're both under a little bit of stress uh uh um uh, talking to her in a tone that isn't pulling from kindness, but, you know, um, kind of short and reactive. Okay. Yeah. That's totally fair. Um, and just so environmentally, we're just doing a scan. Have you caused any troubles? Man, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I've caused any troubles in the last 24 hours. Good job, John. No, thank you. <laughs> 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 awesome. Okay. So, you know, I think this was really um, a, a beautiful kind of assessment. So, mm -hmm. so now, now that we're here at the end and you've kind of taken stock of the balance in your relationship, how do you feel about it? Yeah. You know, I think the value in this is um, I feel that by going through these things, and of course you helped me, um, that's my uh, 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 work in being responsible. So like um, just checking to see if, you know, all, all the, uh, it's like the, the engine check, right? Seeing if the fluids are okay, if there's a, you know, if the transmission were like, like kind of doing a scan of the relationship real quick within the last 24 hours um, makes me feel like I'm, I'm being responsible, a responsible partner. That's awesome. And that is 100% the point of this activity. It's to reflect on the degree to which we have taken versus given back. And it sounds like over the last 24 hours, you and Vanessa were 
really equal in creating the hammock that holds your mutual lives. Yeah. And I think also for me, um, being pulled out of uh, my thinking um, by you subtly challenging me with the, the, the weight of, um, you know, a compliment to my hair, like, like uh, um, knowing that that is um, so, so minor and I could uh, grab onto it and make it much bigger than it is. And suddenly then I'm walking into things loaded and resentful or moody or whatever, you know. Do I have your permission to do a little coaching around this from the perspective of how well I know you? Yeah. Okay. So in the past, um, we've talked a lot about what, um, what it was like for you growing up in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. which is a, a really unique place in the world where, um, physical appearance is held up over so much of the daily ritual of life sustenance. Yes, um, and I have uh, uh, issues with hair. Hair is one of the things that uh, since the 80s, I've always um, um, you know, uh, been either insecure about or always trying to fix or you know, uh, um, tying that to kind of my value. Yeah, absolutely. So, so here we are with this, you know, really beautiful juxtaposition where um, holding mindful attention, we've, we've turned the dial and we've opened up kind of what I'm picturing is this, this space of the clear and energized mind where you're looking at the flow, the give and take and the flow of your everyday life, which seems like there's a lot of really beautiful balance Mm -hmm. but listeners what i want you to notice is that where john's attention keeps getting pulled right is away from the uh facts and more towards the feeling and those feelings have really deep roots and really deep legs yeah so it it stems you know it's a part of your story so yeah if you follow that that string down it's tied to something in the past yeah And so that one of the ways where this reflection can be used really effectively is to swing mindful attention back in the other direction in order to foster a desire to give and serve others to maintain that balance and that harmony. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. It's a good check. It's beautiful. I like it. it. It's a good check. And when we use this theory with clients and they find that they need more gratitude, more support, and need to really drill down more into the space of the hammock um, versus the space of the haircut. Additional support can be provided through positive psychology, which has so many awesome interventions in the art of practicing gratitude, um, developing resilience and really Mm -hmm. partnering with other humans because we've been trained to be so individualistic that we forget to do these balance checks yeah i mean our default is what's missing and what's wrong not what's you know right and what's good now and what's effective so if if i were coaching john i would do a one-two punch as the sessions progressed of saying, okay, you know, we've identified that there's this pain center that's getting lit up around hair. So we need to figure out what John wants to do with it. You know, what's the future Mm -hmm. goal state of the relationship with hair. And then also it seems like there's a really beautiful, um, functional 
loving, balanced home environment that is really worthy of attention and might soothe those pain centers if we can turn the dial back that way. So I'd want to hear from John what he wants to experience. And then we could design interventions to kind of limit the pain centers and up the gratitude. Yeah. If you're, if you're listening and you're interested in coaching or you are a coach, um, if you notice the flow taking, you know, in this, in this episode, uh, this uh, intervention, a Japanese theory, and then using that um, to hang the conversation on. And then now you have direction, um, you have structure, and uh, it'll probably make you a lot less afraid when coaching. Absolutely. And come see us at Journey. These are the yeah. conversations that we have every day with our students, with our alumni, in our communities, in our coaches cafe, at our retreats. And it's um, lovely to be in community and in conversation with people who like the same stuff. Yeah. Thank you for the dialogue, Noel. And I'm going to go do my homework, which is to uh, shave my head. <laughs> be a better person. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. That's my treatment. All right. Be well. Be well. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to journey.co slash everything to explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose, and a strong community to do it in. We created Journey Coaching to equip you with the tools, training, and community you need to attain your goals. Join Journey Coaching and begin your journey towards personal freedom and a transformative state of growth today. That's jrni.co slash everything.